right, so episode 30 of the All Around Podcast Talking Television Film. It's probably going to be a mostly what did we watch episode, um, just because there's only two stories because of the slow news week over Thanksgiving. But other than Mando, did you see anything over Thanksgiving? Anything new? I did. I watched so all. Uh, okay, so I watched all of, well, all but about the last ten minutes of Ken Burns's country music oh, uh, documentary. <laughs> okay, and I recommend it unreservedly to everyone. Is that on Plex? It is on Plex for us. But Ted Lasso and the Knicks aren't on Plex. <laughs> No, because you have you should have uh, I download no wait the Nick is on Plex and okay. Ted Lasso is on Apple TV and you should have that oh because the Apple one thing yeah right all so, right so but but I would say if you don't want to watch Netflix, all so. sixteen hours of Ken Burns's thing I highly recommend Hold on it says you're connecting I I I recommend it if you don't want to watch all 16 hours of it um don't um though though there are some interesting stories about um you know uh i'd say tammy wynette and the just the disastrous life she sort of led um in spite of her just incredible success as a singer of that genre of music um and george jones and others to see the up to probably um, the foundings of country music through Hank Williams, who died in the early 50s, and I won't get into it, at the age of 29. Um, looked a lot older. <laughs> oh, my God. He looked way older. Um, he had an alcohol problem. But the uh, – and, and, and drugs. But the obviously the songs that he did, though, um, are extremely well-known. Um, just to watch that from the beginning, especially the lives that um, um, a lot of these people led, that they just sort of fell backwards into musical success in a lot of cases. It was just something, yeah, let's just try this out when country music didn't really exist. Um, and they said, yeah, you know, we'll record this. And there was really not any intention of do we make a living or maybe let's try it out. But certainly the first episode is unbelievable. Is incredible to watch. So uh, okay. if anyone can get their hands on it, um, Ken Burns has done a ton of documentaries, probably became most famous to a much broader audience when he did the Civil War documentary that came out, I want to say around 1990, 90. 90, 91. Um, but has done, did a big one on baseball not long after that, uh, did one on jazz that I know that uh, my partner crime. Yeah, my partner in crime on this podcast uh, has certainly muscled through all 20-odd hours of that. 12, uh, 12 of which are fast, are amazing, I would, I would contend yeah. that 12, 12 are amazing. But um, he's, he's done some really good um, – Ken Burns has done some really good, like, one- and two-hour ones. Um, he did one Vietnam on this. Vietnam War is two uh, hours, right? Yeah, no, Vietnam War, I think, is way long. Uh, but he did no, – which there was one he did on a war that was, like – short uh i don't know about that he did the world he did world war ii which was really long um there's multiple parts but he's done probably to get a good taste of him is he did one on the dust bowl he did one on prohibition that might be about six hours long uh, you know multiple or maybe four 
but really good, um, really good stuff. Did one on the Shakers, did one on Susan B. Anthony and like the women's suffrage movement, did one on this painter named Thomas Hart Benton. His first one, the big one was the Civil War, but his first one that is like 90 minutes, he did one in the early 80s called Brooklyn Bridge, or that's on the Brooklyn Bridge. That's oh, really? It's on the Brooklyn oh. Bridge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, you know, being you being from Cincinnati, you know, basically that was the bridge he did after he built the Roebling Bridge in Cincinnati. So, uh, you know, Washington Roebling and John Roebling. Um, I'm guessing they're architects of some kind. Well, bridge designers. So they built the Roebling Bridge in Cincinnati, which is the one that's older looking, iron looking, that runs through the center of town. There's the mm. Brent Spence Bridge where they just had the accident and now it's been shut down because they think uh, the infrastructure is like uh, uh, significantly damaged because basically two 18-wheelers banged into each other, huge fire at 4.30 oh, in the morning like a month ago. They shut it mm. down. So uh, some of the folks I work with um, are still there and they said that bridge is really important because before the accident, they estimated that between three and four percent of the North American GDP ran through that bridge because it was like the direct shot up 75, you know, Mm. without having to go around into Indiana on one side of Cincinnati or all the way around the other side. Um, The Cincinnati Beltway is huge. It's very broad. It's probably 40 miles wide at its Mm. most widest point. From east to well, west. Well, the the one I was thinking, the shorter one I was thinking of was he did the two hour one on the Central Park Five. That was oh yeah, did one on uh, Jack. But, um, did one on Jack Johnson. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, de- um, de- definitely worth watching. What did you watch? So I watched a lot. Uh, so of the stuff I've seen before, I saw Bring It On, uh, Undercover <laughs> Brother, She's the Man, and then the new stuff I saw was Shaft. The 2019 shaft. Ooh, I heard that's terrible. It's it. Uh, it's fine. It's it's not terrible. Um, it, it's whatever. Uh, you know, Sam Jackson being Sam. Jackson, there are a couple laugh out loud parts. Uh, but yeah, it's not great. Uh, I saw Julie and Julia, um, for the first time. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw On the Rocks and Bad Education. Um, on the Rocks is what. So, What's on the rocks? That's the Sofia Coppola, Bill Murray. Oh, uh, yes. Jones. Yes, yes. I see. I, yeah. So I did see that. Which is like, it's basically just a Bill Murray showcase, it feels like. It's just Bill Murray being him. Yeah, himself, he's doing his Bill Murray. Which thing. is like, which is fine. Like when he gets pulled over and how he kind of talks his way out of the ticket is just like, that is like 10 out of 10 level just entertainment. And I love when he's talking to the cop and he's like, you know, how are you and your wife? And he's like, you guys have kids yet? He's like, we're trying. Like, hey, try, trying's the best part, isn't it? Um, so uh, I thought it was, what was that? No, I had to slide a chair. I'm sitting outside uh, for a minute. So go ahead. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, but again, I mean, like Marlon Wayans is basically given like nothing to do. Uh so like he's like obviously I know it's about her you know her inability to grasp what's going on around that inability but her just trying to figure out what the hell is going on and how much of this is all in her brain. Well, yeah, and real. so much of it is like okay, because spoiler alert, he's not cheating on her, right? 
But she but thinks like, she thinks he is. Yeah, exactly. But it's like any it you know anybody would think he's cheating on her. Like it's it's not one of these things of like well that could be taken one of two ways or whatever. It's like her carry on bag is or whatever is in his suitcase. She's he's always going on these trips. He takes a separate taxi with her with the girl, and it's like oh it turns out she's a lesbian, and it's just kind of like okay like. I don't know how you don't figure that out through like an Instagram, Facebook kind of research, whatever, if you're that paranoid about it. But I mean, it's just like that would not. All right. But the, what's the whole. There wouldn't be a story. Yeah, what's the, It's like it's like how long would the Warriors be if they had cell phones? It's like the Warriors <laughs> came out in 1979. It doesn't matter. I know. I know. But it's that idea of couldn't you just get a payphone and call or something like that? And it's like, right. Those I mean, like phones just, don't exist. In this world, so. Well, anyways. Uh, so wait, what was the other was, one? On the rocks, and what was the other one? Bad education. Bad education. What's yeah, that? Yeah, that's the HBO movie with Hugh Jackman and Allison Janney about the school board embezzlement in in the Rosalind School District in New York. Uh, and that was really good. Like, okay, that was it. wasn't It wasn't amazing. I mean, it but it was really good. Uh. And, you know, it's it's like you see the guy Hugh Jackman plays, the real-life guy, and it's like, this guy is some schlubby, like, and it's like he's getting played by Hugh Jackman, you know. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah, it's just, you know. Uh, but it's interesting just to see, because he's like, he's the it's superintendent. Like, uh, it's like in my in my movie, um, Ryan, Re- Ryan Reynolds is going to play me, of course. Yeah, right. And, you know, I'll, well, I don't know who would play me, but it, yeah, it's just, uh, and so there's this thing, cause he's the superintendent and he knows like everything he's, it's all about getting his school to be number one, to be number one. And they always like Ray Romano's in it. And it's like, cause there are some comedic moments. They say it's like a black comedy. It's not a black comedy. It's a drama with, there's some comedic moments, but it's all about like getting, like their numbers up to how many of their kids get into Ivy League schools and everything. But everything is centered around building the skywalk. Like they have to build this skywalk little bridge in between these two buildings for their school. Cause it's just, it'd be so great. And they're raising all this money. It's going to be however many millions of dollars. And this school reporter, like, like at the school, who's like a sophomore or something, she's like doing a story about the skywalk and it's like, Oh yeah, I came and asked a few questions, but you know, no one really cares. And Hugh Jackman is basically like, treat it like the most important story ever. And she just finds like this odd resistance when she tries, tries to learn more about the skywalk and how they're funding it and everything and where the money's coming from. And, and it's just, and obviously it unravels and, you know, uh, it's probably like 10 to 15 minutes too long. Um, but uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's interesting. Julie, Julie and Julia was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and and that was one of those movies that um, I think Meryl Streep might have been nominated for uh, a Best yes, Actress. She was nominated. Um, yeah, one of the ten was. times in the last twenty years that I think she was nominated. Right, Alex? Yeah. Okay, just checking. That was... Just checking. I didn't say you were wrong. You can go back and listen to the episode. I said, yeah, probably. And then I went back and checked and it, yes, it was 10 in the last 20 years. Um, But that was good. Obviously Meryl Streep is like, she's amazing in it. Um, But uh, 
you know, it's weird because Amy Adams is like having her characters like having nervous breakdown breakdowns because she can't finish these recipes. She's like lashing out at her boyfriend. It's just kind of like I get, but it is kind of interesting because it's like you just get so wrapped up in this project and anything that kind of draws your attention away from it, you you just get like irritated almost. Right. And it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. Like at first I'm like, well, she's kind of acting like a brat, but then it's like, nah, she's just kind of wrapped up in this project that she really wants to get done by this deadline, and like nothing's gonna stop her. So uh, I will say, watching Bring It On again, any uh, uh, any, was... any sort, yeah, what, looking back at that twenty years later, uh, any ob- mm-hmm. any observations? Yeah, they don't look like high schoolers. <laughs> like, yeah, I, uh, but there's that. I, I have I'll have one observation there is that um what what happened to all those actors other than gabrielle union well well it's like it's like either everyone got old except for gabrielle union i mean i mean gabrielle union i don't know if she's aged much at all yet uh blood still on the contract yet, uh, what, what's her face uh the snaggletooth eliza dishku still looks yeah, she, all she's, right I mean, yeah she's 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 well. She's doing fine. What's her name? The Snaggletooth I, I girl. Realize... The Snaggletooth girl. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she. Woo, boy. Wall. Anyway. Hit. Okay. And anyways, uh, you know what? What's crazy is like 15 years ago, she would be fifteen. Eh, yeah, 13, 15. She would be the Carrie Mulligan role in that movie, Promising Young Woman. Like that would be her. Probably yes. Yeah, like that that would totally be her. But she, the girl she, who plays she yeah. really a good actor though. Um she was alright in Midnight Special. I mean she was in what she was in a couple of Sofia Coppola movies that she was like supposedly. No 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 no, no 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 no. Who are you talking about? Carrie Mulligan? No, I'm talking about Kirsten Dunst. Oh Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I mean Yeah, no, like she she was Is she as good as people like you know, probably thought no. And her breakout. Kind of, what was her breakout? But like you can tell, you can tell when she's in Spider Man, and like you know, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that played Willem Dafoe? Has her like held hostage, and Willem Dafoe is obviously chewing a lot of scenery. But even then, he's kind of acting circles around her. It's like, ooh, okay. Um, so you know, but, and, I mean, there's that. And she did an interview with the Vampire when she was like ten. How old was she? I don't know if you've ever seen uh, that. What time did, what year did that, she was born in 82. Yeah, when I was in college, I want to say, or maybe just out of college. College? College, man. I was in college. Yeah. I went to school. School? Okay, anyways. It's spelled S-K-E-W. Yeah, um, I got it. Um, 90, 91, 92, maybe, maybe 93. Well, so what I realized watching it this time is the the girl that played Darcy, you're not going to remember this, but so I realized like that, first of all, that girl's not a high schooler. I, you know, well, she was like 24 when she did it, but her name is uh, Chanina Jolson. She's fine as fuck. Like, which, oh my now, which one like, is her? I, is she the Asian girl? I'm, I'm confusing no 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 she is the girl who remember the guy who does spirit fingers the guy dressed in all black how how did i how could i ever forget right well i mean he's like the highlight of the movie like i mean sparky palastri 
Well, what's crazy is like that guy was in a couple episodes of Community. Like he played the PE teacher. He just looks very different. Um, but like he, he's the she's the girl where okay. he leans over yeah. and says, "Stop eating." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, your, yeah, body, right, right, your right. body will eat brunette, your ass brunette, or whatever. Brunette girl. Yes. Yeah. And it's like she's like a fitness model or something. It's like yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, she's like you know because usually when I think about that movie, I'm like I think about Eliza Dushku because that was like. When I initially watched it, I'm like, she's very attractive. Watching it this time, it's like, yeah, Gabrielle Union hasn't aged at all. And it's also like, Darcy is, she's, she's got a tight bod. Um, but, you know, you know, that subtle, you know, nuanced, artistic uh, sort of. Um... And it's also a very entertaining movie and, <laughs> you know, all that. It is. I. That's probably like you know how we say there's a once a year watch. That's like a once every other year watch. Probably bring it on just because of all the late '90s, early 2000s ness that was just stemmed from that movie. And you know, back when Jesse Bradford had a career, uh, and then he did Clockstoppers, and it all ended. Jesse Bradford uh, was the boyfriend of Snaggletooth. Well, at the end, the boyfriend, he's like the brother of Elijah. The brother of Elijah. And, they, uh, and he's the love interest. So I, I really like the way movies like that sort of um, represent sort of the, the different kind of guy who's not into sports, but he'll play guitar or he'll read some, he'll be reading Jack Kerouac or something super sort right. of whatever yet. At a football game. At, at a football game. I'm like, no, no, you're not doing this. Are you that kind of guy? Who goes to a football game and pulls out what what was it some some uh, naked lunch or something uh, offbeat or or beat yeah right. um, and, and it's he's like re- you, he's reading you know infinite jest yeah it's like you it's know. like you, you you you'll go to a football game and pull out this book just to show how you're so radical against rage against the machine yes man. yes yeah. yes um right you know and it's like but. It's just, and plus you hear uh, uh, the Let Me Clear My Throat sample in it, yes. where like, I, when I posted that on my Instagram story, I get all these like messages, like, is that where you first heard it? It's like, no, yes, it's, that's not where course. I first heard it. It of just course. happens to be in it. <laughs> it's like, it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I first heard that, heard that in, in a cheerleading movie. Yeah. Uh, give me some fucking credit. Uh but um, because you're, but no, that was really because nice Alex, because you're obviously not black, and why would you have any awareness <laughs> as to anything cultural around you? Uh, fuck, no, fuck well, it's, it. Jesus <laughs> H. No, but I mean, they play. I mean, it's at the Clovers game, so it's in Compton. So yeah, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I get. There's it. a little bit of black aspect to it there, but uh, really in Compton, uh, no fucking way. <laughs> but uh. Uh, no, so then I watch, we watch Undercover Brother after we watch On the Rocks on Thanksgiving. Okay, hold on. That was, so that's, any, that's, yeah. what's your takeaway from that almost 20 years later? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's still great. I mean, it is, I mean, 80, barely 80 minutes, uh, gets, it is, you know, joke, joke, like comment, satirical comment, whatever. Uh, Dave Chappelle, when he was about 85 pounds, um, Gary Anthony Williams, when he was about 
280. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think uh, they just gave a little bit of it. They handed it off to each other. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but I'm trying to think. Were, were there any? I don't know. I don't know if there was like any like new jokes that I got because I think when I watched that when I was like 17, that was kind of when I got all the jokes again. Like, oh, now I understand. Yeah, this no, no, that, I know more things. Yeah, yeah. no, that that so. that is not a movie that um you are. There's going to be jokes that appear that you actually start to get as an adult that you didn't pick up on when you were 12. Or yeah, because it's about it's touching on like a story. It's not like Big Lebowski where it's like little or Edgar Wright where it's things within the story that you pick up like recurring things no. that call back to things in the story undercover brother is all about about commentate commentary on it's all about social commentary on current events or past events that happen so once you get it it's static it's there's, well, there's nothing but there's also these there. sort of cheesy spy it's these james bond type um right things as well right the the, the, the shark uh, jumping out of the water effect oh that's really good they put a lot of money into that one <laughs> I mean, the Mr. Feather dancing to Family Affair still is good. Uh, obviously, was the general. Right at the end you know, of Chris Kattan's career, I'd say, right? I mean, he pretty much. That, uh, Corky Romano, yeah, much, and that's about it. Corky Romano came out a year before. Oh, then, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Corky Romano was 2001. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's, there's that. That was good, I think. I laughed a little harder at the, you know, the general announces his, his fried chicken restaurant chain uh, or, just because. Or, or, or the responses so... to it more than anything else. Right. Yeah. You're going to turn down the position as leader of the free world to run a chicken joint. You know, red beans and rice, mashed potatoes. You know, he's doing all that. Mm. Uh, but. Uh, hey, 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 Bill, Billy D. Williams. More convincing as essentially a Colin Powell standing in that movie, or as Lando Calrissian in The Last Skywalker. What you're saying? Wh- which was it, which role was he more convincing in? Uh oh, that's a yeah, that's, that's a good point. The fact I mean, that it's been... the fact that you have to even think about it. What does that tell you about how how well, he plays how, the same character? How, no, just how big a hunk of shit the last skywalker was anyway it's the rise of skywalker uh, what, the, what, no the last skywalker no it's the last jedi and the rise of skywalker oh, whatever Episode, yeah. Ex- excuse me for mix, you're, mixing you're them up wrong yeah anyway uh, the rise of the rise of skywalker i thought it was the last skywalker it's the rise no, of skywalker you, again you're wrong yes oh, it's the rise of well, that's so memorable okay uh, I still like The Last Jedi. I will, I will defend that uh, as much as possible. But so I saw, uh, so rewatch She's the Man. And one thing I took away from She's the Man, uh, underrated soundtrack. Uh, that's about it. Uh, underrated soundtrack. She's David Cross is the pretty, man is. Amanda Bynes. It's uh, Amanda Bynes plays a soccer player. It's a, they kind of loosely adapt Twelfth Night by Shakespeare. Channing Tatum is in it. Um, it's it's a high school teeny bopper movie. I mean, it's you know. So what year was that? Uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand six. Wow. I think. Wow. Okay, so it's like that was the end. That that was pretty much her coming off of Disney Channel stuff, I guess. Right? Wasn't she? No, she did Nickelodeon. Oh well, whatever. Oh six of one, half dozen of the other. She was her she coming. Did all that. She it was her coming off of that. She did that uh, John Waters movie, and when did she just start like? And then she did Easy A, and then right after Easy A, she, she just, just spun uh, out, right? Yeah. yeah. 
they, things they, things didn't go. So there. the last decade but, for her has been rough. That's that's a shame. Oh well. Well, no. Supposedly, mom told me she like she has some like uh, fashion company or something. She's like making some money. So and I looked it up. It seemed to be legit. So, uh, but uh, good luck yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she's the man. Uh, some some good music in that. Uh, David Cross is funny as the headmaster or whatever. But other than that, not much to it. Um, sh- we already talked about Shaft. You want to get into Mando? Sure. All right. Uh, I really like the episode, um, but I'll let you. I know you're going to be like, uh, "Who? Who is this?" So go no, ahead. No, it's like I, I, I like the episode too. Um, I, I, I recognize. I'd never seen the Clone Wars, but for whatever reason, I feel like when Rosario Dawson came out and the paint on her face, As Ahsoka. Yeah, sure. Ahsoka Tano. Sure. Uh, R- Rosario Dawson. Um, came out. Frey Bentos. Frey Bentos. Um, yeah. um, with the, I don't even know if that's hair or if that's supposed to be skin or whatever it might be. They're called like, uh, they, there's a name for them. It's the, their substitute for hair. Okay. It, you know, but I, I was like, okay, like I've seen this, I've seen this person, if not a person, some representation of this character before. And so, right. not that I ever watched Clone Wars, but Okay, um, there's a part of me, there's a part of me that I liked the, I liked the, though there was a lot of action in it, the quiet nature of the scenes where you find out that Baby Yoda actually has a name that he responds to that I will never repeat yeah. because it's all, Grogu. it will always be Baby Yoda um, to me. Um, or the MacGuffin, or yes, or or or, or the MacGuffin. Um, mm. I enjoyed that part. There was nice, you know, pushing the plot through. That's good, and it wasn't about oh, let's discover the extent of his force powers when he decides to lift the ship up and drop it on a million people. Um, <laughs> you know, sort of, you know, you find out more about him by um, uh, exposition and sitting around talking and just seeing reactions and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. And Rosario Dawson, I never really think of her as like, Oh, awesome. Uh, actress. Um, but you know, she, I like, you know, she, she played it flat as she was supposed to. Um, so I, I dug her in, in the role. I swear to God, when it had a very sort of like that this is like watching this must have been like watching a kurosawa movie or something like that because this is a totally asian sort of movie backdrop you know you watch these old japanese movies or whatever i mean i swear to god when rosaria dawson and and the other girl were starting to fight if this was like watching kill bill Lucy Lou, dude, dude, I'm like, let's start playing yeah, that I song. Know, it's I exactly know. what I'm yeah, hearing. Yeah, I'm even like, yeah, was exactly. there even water going in the background where you heard like the little um, water thing that would drop? Oh, the. But it was it was like yeah. watching. I don't want to say Kill Bill because Kill Bill is paying homage to these other movies, but it was like, okay, here's two girls just sort of sizing each other up for a while. And I was waiting for the, the hand clappy song that's. That's not any sort of Asian. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, 
and and I like that. Was that um, was the dude who got killed? Was that um, it's Michael Bean? Oh, that's Michael Bean. Okay. Yeah. I was like, who is that dude? And I was like, is it Coulson? But no, it's it's Michael Bean from the Terminator. No. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, Terminator's. It's like what's his face's dad, um, John whatever. Um, so Linda Hamilton. What's the son's name? Like in Terminator Two, that John Connor. John Connor's dad is who Michael Bean is mostly okay. known. I mean, I, first, I, I, you I have not seen, seen the first Terminator. No, I've seen Judgment Day. I don't know how many times. No cable where I could probably. I could probably piece it together, but I know Terminator is like more of a horror movie. It was made for four million dollars, and uh, uh, I don't, I don't, film. yeah, I mean, it's camera. yeah, it's somewhat of a horror movie, but it is, it is. Or Lynn Hamilton gets railed in it or something by Michael B. I don't know. Oh, but but I mean, not like if she's not getting railed to the extent that she's getting raped. Michael Bean is no, I know it's from an SNL sketch. Keep okay. going, just keep but, going. But it is. I'm, because I'm like, saying, uh, like the the guy who that. directed the second Terminator, it's the same guy who directed it. Yes, yeah, James yeah. So Cameron. James Cameron, but it is it is really good. How much? Hold on. How much Splenda have you had on vacation? Because your memory right now uh, is like whoa. I don't know. I can't remember Jim Cameron. No, I, I'm just sorry. Um, yeah. Um, I probably had mm. six packs today. Maybe I don't know. I've had like oh my God. four cups of coffee, so one to two per cup. You know. Jesus Christ! Okay. okay. Oh, don't even. Um, what? No, not uh, listen. Look, dude, I'll switch to stevia. Okay. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Like Lydia wrote our quail. Uh, sure, whatever. Okay. What? The Breaking Bad reference. Oh, okay. Jesus. Got it. Sorry. Bitch, I yeah. forgot that too. Um, yeah, you did. Um, no, but term. All right, back so to Terminator. Back Terminator to is definitely worth the watch. Simply because of the, there are lines that are so famous. Um, one of the most well-known are "I'll be back," "Hello." Be back, yeah, I mean, I've seen enough of like I relatively know the story. I just haven't seen. Or, uh, or the other one is a uh, "fuck you, asshole." That's another really good original. One. Oh wow, that's, that's so <laughs> unique to Terminator. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> that was Big Lebowski. <laughs> uh, no, so um, I, I like no, 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 that. I was, it was good. fucking asshole. That's, yeah, that's the difference. Asshole. It's not fucking. What was that shit about <laughs> Vietnam? <laughs> yeah. Uh, God damn it, Walter. Uh, no, no, no. So, oh, we also watched Burn After Reading. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, which uh, we can come back to. Um, but I Samando. forgot about the. Samando. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. I forgot about the carrot scene in Burn After Reading when uh, told us when George Clooney's cutting all the carrots. Oh, yeah. And told us when is like, do you think that's enough carrots? <laughs> what? <laughs> For the salad? He goes, you know, you really can't be a negative person. <laughs> I almost pissed myself because I totally forgot about that scene. But anyways, back to Mando. I liked the episode. I thought it was good. Um, I relatively knew about Ahsoka because I would watch this one in in college, when you don't have 500 channels because of satellite TV, YouTube is a nice viewing option to have. So there was some Star Wars shows that are uh, web shows that I watched where it was like a recap. Well, there was one. Uh, there wasn't multiple. But it was like the lead up to the lead up to the first 
The Force Awakens. So I'm because I was really excited. I'm like Star Wars coming back. It could be really good. I was so hopeful back then. Uh, so I kind of knew who Ahsoka was, like you know tangentially, but like so I'm like okay, it's good, it's cool, whatever. Then she mentions Grand Admiral Thrawn, and I'm like, in, okay, in the show, I, I she mentioned, yeah, no, in yeah, she she asked the girl after the Kill Bill fight, where's Grand? So hold on, Grand is Grand Admiral Thrawn? Yeah. Uh, Mon Calamari, or is he okay? No, 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 no. He's a Chiss. Uh, I think that's okay. how you pronounce it. Chiss or oh. Kiss. It's spelled C H I S. I was going to say, God bless but blue you. Blue skin, humanoid, blue skin, uh, red eyes. But he's considered like one of the best characters that was in Legends, now Expanded Universe or whatever, but was recently made canon again in the animated show Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Follow me here. So he is. Like one of like the only aliens to ever ascend the ranks in the Imperial Navy Army, whatever. And he becomes like one of twelve Grand Admirals, right? But he is <laughs> he is <laughs> are you laughing? No, right no, now? no, no, no. I'm oh. your 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 uh your nephew and your brother and the rest of the family came in. So I'm wrapping up this. Oh, okay. I'm I just told him wait because so, I'm talking to you. So, so He's like one of 12 Grand Admirals. He is this master tactician. He promotes dissent and creativity. He does not punish people who disagree with him because it's all about defeating it. He learns about his enemies. He learns the cultural you know, habits of his enemies in order to basically break them. So basically everybody loves this character. This writer, Timothy Zahn, had this Thrawn trilogy that came out in the early 90s. Um, uh, and it's like, Everybody loves his character. So when they name drop him, like people are just losing their shit. So in the animated shows, she's going after this force uh, sensitive semi Jedi person called named Ezra Bridger, who gets captured by Thrawn. And at the end of Rebels, he is still in the care of Thrawn. So she's kind of trying to save Ezra Bridger, right? Mm -hmm. But it's crazy because, like, she was technically alive through episodes four, five, and six, but she was in the world between worlds. She was stuck in this like other dimension. Basically, it's an excuse so that, oh, well, why didn't Ahsoka show up? Why was Luke the only uh, Jedi? Why was it only Yoda and Obi-Wan and Luke Like, if she was alive? So that's their little excuse from the animation. So all this stuff is like, it was good. There, there are all these people complaining. It's like, oh, they should have gotten the voice actress from... Clone Wars, they should have just had her play uh, play Ahsoka, and it's like you clearly don't know anything about acting, okay? Just because she voiced the character doesn't mean she can play him on screen. So, uh, thought it was good, and now people are basically saying, alright, when's the Ahsoka show gonna come out? Um, so, you know. My, uh, I, I, saw, I saw a few comments on social media that basically said, uh, yeah, you, they made they, there's, they made three movies with a female character, uh, and then they have one movie with this one, and and then they come out with this one TV show, one show. with this one female character who's in it for like 15 minutes or something like that, and she's more interesting than that than that other female character in the previous three movies <laughs> before it, and and yeah, obviously people were like not overly happy with the comment, but I'd say yeah, probably accurate. I mean, I mean, and you yeah. know. I'd say Rosario Dawson certainly has a certain appeal. Um, oh, would you? Would you say? Uh, I, I, okay. I, I would certainly say that. Yes. So, yeah. 
Mando wants to dig some tunnels. Um, <laughs> so I think that wherever they're going to go with this, I mean, so where I did she like send? She sent him where? Sent who? Yeah. Mando. Go to some planet uh, where this Jedi temple put him on the Seeing Stone. So, and the Jedi will reach out to Grogu, maybe Baby Yoda. Um, so, uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, you got your nephew here with me, so we're gonna keep talking. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Well, hey. okay. He's. It's gonna be. All right. So, anyways. It's okay. Okay. No, it's not because no, I'm, ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking to your I'm talking to your nephew. Hang on. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Z. Go ahead. So. So basically, so basically, I think it'll be she won't appear again probably this season. Really, you think? Gonna go back to his own thing. I, yeah, I don't. There's three episodes left. There's still got to be some Boba Fett thing because yeah. he showed up. Um, and so yeah, I mean that's how that's gonna turn out. But I don't know. Did you want to yeah, get to yeah, the two stories? No, 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 no. Let's talk about it. Just leave it. Okay. So I'm just gonna say both of them and then we can just pick off whatever. So the 355, which was the 35 Contrived, the spy movie with Jessica Chastain, the four women, that got delayed an entire year. It's not coming out to January 2022. Of course. So there's that. The other the, the other thing was Godzilla versus Kong. Netflix made a $200 million plus bid for the movie, but Warner Media might have plans for the pick on HBO Max. And the only reason that so, so I don't even need to talk about the three five five. I could care less about it because well, oh, I mean, I mean they could it. sell Go that ahead. off to a streaming thing, but if they did, it would piss off too many people. Um, because and and, right. and frankly, if not for the fact that it was like it had the people in it and it had the political connotations associated with it that we've all discussed on previous stuff, that would have been sold off likely because it's probably garbage. Um, I think it would have been sold off before it. They would have sold it off before they made this move. But it's like if you're still moving it to another January release date, it's still probably yes. garbage. Like so, uh, so on King Kong. But anyway, um, Netflix, Warner. It's not Warner. It's Universal, right? It is Warner, but Warner only has a twenty-five percent stake in the movie. While Legendary, but this is all about this is all about. So that's lot, but this is all about the Chinese, Chinese release money. date of it and stuff, right? I, I, I mean, not release date. This is all. This is not yeah, about I mean, leg, Legendary. This is not about the. Um, movie, so. This is not about the domestic money. If this was purely looked upon as a movie and all about the domestic money, hey man, I'll be <laughs> right in. Okay, if this is all about yeah. the domestic thing, ten minutes. If this is all about the domestic thing that was happening, they, they, they just sold it off. But there's too much money yeah. that can be made in Asia right now with this movie, and they don't want to give that up. And I'm sure that if they were going to sell it to Netflix for $200 million, they'd have to give it up, um, or, or that would be part of it. So 200 ain't enough. If it was 350 to four, I think they'd do it. But I also wonder what other, what other stuff came with that. Does Legendary lose control Excuse me, hiccups. Does Legendary lose control of the continuing story? Yeah. Um, and not that everyone's fighting each other to get there, but but do they lose control of the continuing? I mean, I mean, you know, people are not waiting with bated breath for um, 
God, well, Godzilla or whatever the next one is going to be. Well, the last Godzilla probably lost, which one, is a damn so shame. But but Godzilla, I, Godzilla versus Kong. Probably, I, I, I thought Kong was okay. I thought Kong was okay. Um, yeah, Kong. But okay. if if this is more like Godzilla, then it's like Kong, and I have a feeling it's going to be more like Godzilla. Mm. Oof. The thing is, is like I think they see that even if it's garbage, you know, Transformers makes money because of Asia. If Transformers makes money, I, I mean, not the first one, obviously, but the most recent ones, still sort of made money. Um, I mean, the last Transformers that came out was the lowest grossing of all of them. It made like six something, right? But that's still so. probably breaking even. Um, but probably, they're not gonna yeah. two hundred million is essentially it's a loss. And hey, hey, you can get your money now, as yeah. compared to hoping for the pandemic to shake out. You know. Yeah. So the release date now that might work. No, listen, that might work because um, folks are saying that come June might. in America, and I'll assume like other stuff's going to happen just based on fi- Pfizer, Moderna. Well, the, you know, just, the well, the UK they're going to start rolling out the well, vaccine right. next week. But uh, based upon Pfizer, what, based upon what yeah. the CDC folks are saying now, basically by June, anyone in America who wants a vaccine will get it. Uh, they're saying 110 million doses between right. now and the end of February. Um, so, no, no, it's good. It's but, not bad. You know, who's taking it? You know, is, is everyone going to take it? I, I have a feeling that people are not going to. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of people who will, but a lot of people aren't. Um, so, but, but that's why I think mm. May, you're probably fine. What is is King Kong versus Godzilla the movie that kickstarts it and brings everyone back? No, it's probably Black Widow. Look, if they May, right? They get another piece of uh, yeah, May first. But if they get another piece of uh, piece of classical music on there, they just ratchet it up with some production, and they can get people excited again, like they did with uh, Lucy. <laughs> yeah, but but you know what? That is a oh. preview that far. Surpassed the movie, um, m- much like oh, Suicide yeah. Squad, yeah, 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 yeah. with that old BGs, with that BG song. Oh my god! Well, yeah. Well, there's some good movies where it's like they're still good, just the trailers are amazing. But yeah, in that case, the trailers are amazing. The movies were just kind of ass. Um, well, what's the Godzilla line? I knew this. This isn't going. Oh my god! It might that might be the worst there. movie I've ever written. Wise, it is terrible. It's a terrible. I mean, you know, as the world is as the world is uh, as the world is literally, literally ending, ending um, getting taken over by monsters that could crush and, thousands. And, and wait, what, what's what, what's staff. what's the name of the uh, what's the name of the actress who's a good actress? Um, Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga goes and tells um, Eleven that uh, oh, you know, I, I I know this really isn't working out the way we planned. What? This isn't working out the way we planned. That the world is about to end. If not, if not, if if we're not somehow able to get some overly irradiated dinosaur to jump out of the ocean again, I mean, and 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 I'm trying to get the words out. Only if that happens do you win. (laughs) Now think about that. You need right. you need right. you need uh, probably an eighty-story dinosaur, who's essentially a walking nuclear bomb to explode in a major city. 
And that is victory. Yeah, to kill the three-headed dragon that we thought only existed in Greek myths that brings five hurricanes with them, the pterodactyl that literally lays waste to entire cities uh, with Mm -hmm. one flap of his wings, and, you know, oh, and there's this moth that'll help as well. Okay. Robin. Robin to Godzilla's Batman. Yeah, it's, 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 it's trash. I, I, um, that said, as much as I trashed it, oh, I'm certainly going to see it. There's no question I'm going to see the movie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I, of course. <laughs> Why does that remind me of like the, how long do you wait to call a girl? Six <laughs> days. Like, what was the thing? Like, no, I never call. I never call. Oh, this is it'd be stupid to call. It'd be stupid to go. But of course, I'll see it. How long do you wait? Six days. <laughs> like, it's just that whole. But anyways, uh. For those who haven't seen Swingers, yeah. go go see Swingers. But anyways, that was all I had. Uh, you know, I don't know if you wanted to add one last little bit. I know you got company to go back to. I'm about to go get yeah, a late night yeah. workout uh, in. Niece and nephew, but, uh, your brother. Yeah. And and fam are here, so I'm gonna right. gonna hang with them and right. uh, do that. But yeah, Sounds we'll good. get up. Um, are we gonna skip Sunday? Or are we gonna go? We're probably gonna jump. We'll no, no, still do Sunday. Um, it'll probably be a similarly length episode, but I know there was a story about that movie Lockdown going to HBO Max, uh, the Doug Liman pandemic romantic comedy thriller. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what? Why does that sound like the beginning yeah. of the player? Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's got heart. It's got, that's literally what it's. Yeah, I know. Romantic right. comedy thriller. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know there's okay, cool. that story, there's a couple others, but yeah, we'll Talk get to it. Bye.